Thank you for downloading this free podcast, and also want to take a second to remind you to pick up your copy of Nightmare at Nibblers. Of course, it's the real life ghost investigation of Greg Nibbler's house. Available now for your forever copy at funemploymentradio.com/store. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. The future of radio. The future. The I know I talked about it a couple of weeks ago, but it's today, true. no, actually seeing it in person. And then almost being run over on top of it, <laughs> just like it really cemented what's going on. And the fact is, too, uh, I'm a little bit worried because I'm not at home because there was an ominous glare thrown towards my house. Oh, because now they have nothing to lose. No, there was something that happened there. There was a look and she didn't know I was looking at her. Uh oh. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Uh, I'm a little bit nervous to be down here. I'm risking a lot by being here right now. That is not very comforting. Show. Yeah. No, I'm going to explain all of it. It's it's exciting and terrifying. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Extillan. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. I just realized in that intro that all over the internet has become a tick. And if someone's listening to this for the first time, they're they going to think that you actually think it. They may think that I actually think all that. All over the series of tubes. Yes. Well, mm-hmm. series of tubes would, would be even better than, than internets. But uh, I'll try to break myself of that. I'll try to change it up. We'll, we'll switch around. I don't know. You haven't been able to break yourself from what was... You're, you're fantastic. Uh, well, don't say that I'm at the beginning of the show. I say awesome all the time. So I'm just saying, I'm pointing it out and maybe both of us won't do it. Well, damn it. No, I don't even know what to say. All well, right. Anyway. Fantastic. Anyway, uh, thanks for tuning in. So we got a bunch of stuff we're going to get to as usual. Uh, however, I think I, I need to address this right off the bat. And it's something I did talk about. I brought it up on the show. Sure. You know, the important part of my life that is changing and it is my meth head neighbors it that is. are moving out. Now, I've lived next to them for, well, almost 11 years now. The entire time you've owned the house, you've lived next door to them. Yeah, they were there long They've before They've been a part of your life for over a decade. That's crazy. It is crazy. That is insane. Yes, they they have been a part of my life during that entire thing. They've been yep. the bane of my existence. They sure have. They've been the, the yin to my yang, if you will. Mm, I mean, it's like, yeah, we're like on two means. two opposite sides. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. We, but then that would say we balance each other out. No, I don't want to be balanced out by meth heads. I don't need that in my life. Are However, you balanced out by meth, Greg? Is this like a confession? No, not me. Thing? I'm not the one that does the meth. They do the meth. However, it is official that they are moving out, and here's here's what's happened. Now, just quick recap of this, and, and I know we've done this before, but for anybody who's listening for the first time, I own a home in Southeast Portland. Oh my god! I have two roommates. I live in the converted attic, oh which is the upstairs god. part of it. I live in a converted attic, and and uh, and I own this house. It's a nice house, a nice little lot I've got, and it's a it's turned into a fairly nice neighborhood over the years. However, there is one constant that's always been there, and that is the method neighbors with whom I share a fence. And they have always been there to torment me and to be the bane of my existence ever since I've moved in there. I've tried everything I can to put a stop to them, including going to the police, going to the mayor. I just had reminded, I was uh, reminded on Facebook of when I did that whole campaign to get the mayor involved in mm-hmm. like Portland police. And then they finally had a detective call me and then he said, well, you should really just talk to them and work it out. These are guys that steal. They do terrible things. Who knows what... I mean, that's only the things that you do see them doing. Pretty sure there's been prostitutes in and out of there. Who knows what you don't see them doing. Yeah, that's what they do publicly, Mm -hmm. and they don't get in trouble for it. Well, they 
and then on top of that, just to explain the building where they live in, the reason they never get kicked out is because it's their relative that owns the building, and she also owns a a, a beauty shop for old ladies. That's part of the same little building, and so it's the whole thing that got sto- that that got sold. So they, the meth heads lived in the back. There was a a beauty shop in the front. For and it's one of those ones Lots where it's of for the cotton tops. Yeah, it's for the really old ladies. Oh, they're so cute. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, they have no idea what's going on in the mm. back. The lady who owns it does, but she just did nothing. So it's it, it was listed for sale. It has uh, a, apparently sold, and today was the day when I was driving to come down here earlier this morning. This was probably about eight o'clock. There was. The happenings that were going on. Okay, what were the happenings? Okay, I don't, so I don't here's know the, the deal. details of said happenings. So here's the deal. The lady who owns it is an older lady. She not older, I don't know, I would guess sixty. So, so not like not like a cotton top crazy old. Mm-hmm. But she's she's sixty, I would say, and uh, always wears um pantsuits that look like they're from, you know, the fifties. That's what All that's right. her style. That's some polyester stuff yeah, going on. Always a perm. And uh, and she's she's an angry person. I like the look of polyester. I'm too sweaty to be able to pull it off. Oh no! Today it was a full pink polyester pantsuit. Oh, I love those with uh, with her bright red permed hair. That's what that's that's her pretty look. incredible. That's okay. her look. All right, yeah, I would it. like that except for the fact that she has not reigned in her meth head nephews for this entire time. So it's it's her nephews. I'll just reveal it. Fuck it, they're moving. Who cares? So this lady though, I I drove out in my truck and I was at the stop sign kind of next to there. And I don't think she realized it was me, but I saw her. And so I was, I was stopped at the stoplight and I'll explain why here in a second, but I was waiting for this other vehicle and I looked at her and she walked all the way out on the sidewalk and walked over and then just looked at my house. The sister? The sister, the woman, the owner. Okay. Yes, the owner. She's never given you shit. That's so weird. Oh, you don't even know. I thought that she was always kind of the silent, but like the silent encouraging partner. Oh, that makes it. What do you mean, the silent encouraging partner? I mean, she's the one who's done not a damn thing. I know, the well, entire not a time. damn thing, but she's I mean, a I've terrible never person. Seen, she seems like a terrible person, but she's never been out and out like aggressive toward you. Yes, she has. I thought she hadn't. Oh yeah, no, she's well. She glares at me all the time. Okay. She complained to the cops that I wanted to have the kids kicked out. She's not a good person. Okay. Well, I mean, that's, she's that's she has not been good to sure. me. Yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah. I mean, maybe we haven't had a like direct one-on-one conversation mm-hmm. too often. Anyway, she came out there and she was staring at uh, at my house hmm. while I watched her, and she she didn't know I was looking at her. So I don't know what was going on there, but it but it really made me uncomfortable because there was nothing else for her to look at. She was looking right at my house. Well, let me now, ask you this: okay. Can I ask you something? Do you sure. know? So you know that the house is being sold. Yes. Now is it being foreclosed on? Like I, I don't she, have that information. Okay, because I'm, I'm saying like if she's not able to pay for it anymore, then maybe she's I like to get somebody else's. Like somebody complained about it, or like they had to have an inspection and saw that it was probably like termite infested or something, and so that's why they had to get rid of it. Um, because maybe she's resentful because she thinks that maybe maybe she, she said, didn't want to sell it or something. Yeah, and like you said something. She has a pretty sweet setup there. She does have a sweet setup. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty sweet, sweet setup that that they have going on. Um, oh yeah, yep, there it is. It's it's for sale. So. Yeah, well, you know, I don't, I don't know. Maybe somebody did. I think probably she's just cashing in on the fact that real estate's worth a ton right now in Portland just for this interim little time. I think that's probably what it is, but I don't know for sure. I don't know. 
Either way, it's getting sold. And yeah, looking here now, yep, sale pending. Uh, I've got that access. Is the sale still pending? Uh, it says that, but that it's it's official. It's official. Okay. And I can tell you why. Because the reason I was standing there at the uh, stop sign. Uh, let's see here. How much are house taxes in Portland anyways? Like, oh, somebody's asking a question about that. Uh, a lot. I will say that. Yeah, taxes. Property taxes are a lot mm-hmm. in Portland right now. Um, so the reason I was at that stop sign is that there uh, there was this very large U-Haul moving truck that was running that was going along but going at like 25 miles an hour with no signal on so I'm just standing there waiting I'm like all right well I'm not going to turn out in front of you I was turning right at the stop sign it was coming that way so I I just I was waiting I was waiting for this car for the, for this U-Haul uh, truck and it gets closer to the stop sign and then it just starts honking Okay. And so I was like, okay, I don't understand. Why are you honking? I'm, I'm not in your way. I haven't gone. I'm waiting for you. You're still going. There's no signal. Why would I, why would I move? And so then I, then I thought maybe he was honking to let me go out. And so, so I started per- pulling out, and that's when I realized who it was I was looking at. It was meth head brother number two. Oh god so the two brothers that live back there it was him and he was driving a u-haul so of course he wasn't signaling he was honking to get the attention of the other woman and so that's what was going on and he was pulling up though this guy was pulling up in the u-haul van u-haul truck it was a big giant truck to start the move out process oh of these wow neighbors. so that's why i'm saying it is official it's official they're moving out so it must be by the end of the month then if they're already moving it must be by like the first um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how the sale goes, whatever, but it doesn't, you know, they're they're moving out. So it is it is happening, and it's still very strange to me. That is, this is a, It's a day that I have wanted to see, to witness, for so long, and there it is happening right in front of me. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, good riddance to them. And yeah. I didn't really know that she was rude to you before. Good riddance to her, too. I always kind of felt like maybe she was brainwashed by the Meth Brothers or something. She's not brainwashed. She knows exactly what they're doing. Okay. No, she's she's the brains of the operation. She just didn't care. Yeah. No, I'm I'm not going to give her any credence for for anything. Uh, but why she was staring at my house? That's what I don't know. That's what I'm not sure about. Hmm. Like, are they going to do something before they leave? Maybe. Is there going to be something when I get home? Is there going to be like a surprise? It's like people like they're going to throw like, their trash over over the fence. Like, what are they going to do? And the, what are they doing right now? They could do something because there's nothing you can do at this point. Yeah. I mean, honestly, they could just, you know, throw a bunch of shit in your yard and then leave and you'll never see them again. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. You know, it's like when you're moving out of some place and you didn't get along with your roommates. And so, like, like I've, I've had I've known people who have stuck, like, anchovies and things in, like, someone's vents. Yeah. To be able to, like, mess with them after they leave to make it, like, a little stinky. Do you think they're going to do something like that? I don't think they can get into your house. I think you'll be okay. Huh. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Either way, it's it's a very terrifying prospect. Well, I'd say I think it's very good that you have your alarm system and to keep that on at all times. Yes, the alarm system is on. That is true, but that's not going to affect... What, if they're, what are they throwing back there? What if they're going to try to frame me? What if they dump their meth lab in the backyard and then call the police on me? They would never get rid of their meth lab. Well, they're probably done with it. I, a meth lab's work What if they do the done. old flipperoo on me and then I'm the one that gets in trouble? They, they're not going to deposit they're their meth. Going to do a switcheroo. Meth people don't get rid of their meth labs, like with, and like they don't want to get rid of them. I'm pretty sure they want to keep making their meth. Okay, boy, I don't know, I don't know. I'm just saying it is very, very unnerving. It's very unnerving.
what is uh, now, what's, what's unnerving about it? I mean, it's unnerving. Uh, it's changed, number one, and that's okay. But the, the, the other thing is, so it's unnerving whatever they're going to be doing at that house right now. They're moving out, and I'm not there to watch them. I think that's it. I like to be able to. I like to be able to keep my eye on it, on the situation. Sure. I've sat up there in my perch, which looks over their house, and and you know, I, I can I, as long as I can see what's going on, you know. And I do claim I've I've said this many times before. I'm kind of like a, you know, an, a National Geographic uh, urban meth head guide at this point because I've observed them in the wild for so long. You know, I I'm probably need to write a thesis on it at this point. Well, as you've far as their talked behaviors. about it for years, and I mean, what better time than now? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Killing in the chat, this motherfucker, my perch. Yeah, but I mean, my window, my, my bedroom window looks up over them. It's pretty high up. So I can I can see. You know, it's where I observe the methods. And that way they can't see me because you have to be up high. It's kind of like a, um, a like a, instead of a deer blind, it's a meth blind. Like know, they can't look up that high. They I know it would be technically high. trespassing, but I really, really just want to see the inside of what their house looks like before it's torn down. Uh, well, I've seen it many times looking in there. and But you've never been inside of it. I've stood at the door several oh, times. Oh, lucky. No, I've never. That's not I want lucky. to see what the inside of the meth den looks like. Anytime I've stood at their door, it's never for a good reason. I will say that. It's been a, oh, it's been a bad reason. Mm-hmm. It's been a confrontational reason where I don't know what's going to happen to me. However, I'm mad enough to walk over there. So the inside of that is probably going to be torn down. I'm going to guess it's going to be torn down. If somebody tries to rent that out, that's a that's a real slumlord move. You know what? I have seen some slumlords. Like I just saw this house in particular that was for sale. That I know for a fact the the infrastructure of it is like rotting for the most part. But I and it's someplace in southeast Portland, and I saw like some re, some real estate company bought it, slapped some new you know like sidewood like panels on the sides of it, painted mm-hmm. it all like dolled it up a little bit, gave it like fresh coat of paint, some new stairs, and now they're charging like nine hundred thousand dollars for it. Wow. Yeah. And somebody's going to spend that. You know that. Somebody will. Somebody will. Because well, they're somebody... so desperate for the property, and then you're just buying a you know. Well, that's the other thing now. Who's going to move in over there? What do I have to do? I mean, I've spent all this time observing you know... these neighbors, and i got to observe everyone. So now what's going to happen? Now I've well, got to observe them. How do you? How does it work if like they buy it and want to put in a big apartment complex next to you? Can like they have windows that all face your backyard, and they can Probably. all see into it? Yeah, I would imagine. Isn't there some sort of ordinance that? I doubt it. I doubt, I doubt there is one. I don't know, but I'm going to doubt it. I, I doubt that there is an ordinance as far as, you know, if it's cleared for it, if it's zoned for it, then I think they can do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. That's why so many people are mad in Portland right now. Yeah. Because they're knocking down all the buildings and putting up these apartment complexes and then just kind of, and with no off-street parking and then the neighbor just neighborhood just has to deal with it. Yep. So that's probably what's going to happen. That could happen. That's one possibility. Or, you know, it could be, um, you know, a whole, I don't know, maybe a, uh, what would be a nice thing that would be to move in over there? I'm not sure. I'm not sure what would be good. Just another house. Yeah, another house? No. A sorority? No, that'd be weird. What? That'd be strange. That's super strange. What kind of thing is that to even say? I don't know. I don't know why I said that. I was just saying, I was just, I was, I was just saying. So... It's, it is, though, let's see, uh, somebody in the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live said uh, it would make a good heroin flop house. That's true. It would. It would make a good heroin flop house. That is, that is possible. That's certainly something that could. Um, <laughs> yeah, Greg is going to have a four-story apartment looking over into his backyard in two years. That's entirely possible. I'm well aware of the possibility of that. It, it could happen. 
that could happen. Well, Mr. Jenkins said that he, uh, in fact, looked up the property because he knows where you live. And he said, uh-huh. according to the listing for this fine structure, it's a fixer-upper. The value is in the <laughs> land. Gee, you think? <laughs> yeah. It's not going to be in that in that property itself or in the uh, the the building. Yeah, it is. They're one of their also their advertisements is David Sedaris. They spelled Sedaris wrong even in the ad. Uh, David Sedaris movie uh, COG was filmed here, and it was part of it was filmed in this I building next door. I remember that because yep. they were going to try and steal the filmmakers like uh, equipment. Well, no, they? that's that's what I warned the filmmakers yeah. about when they when they came in. They were doing the scouting for the property, and the guy came up to my door. He's like, "Hey, just let you know, we're going to be filming a movie next door." I'm like, "Next? You mean right there?" I'm like, "Pah!" I, I laughed. I laugh. I'm like, do you know what you're doing? Like, I mean, I don't, I don't mean any disrespect, but I mean, they're gonna steal your stuff. Mm-hmm. He's like, really? Okay. I thought I was like, yeah, they're they're meth heads. Like, okay. I thought I was just being judgmental, but yeah, they're very strange. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, do you, do you have somebody guarding your stuff? Because he's like, yeah, okay. We'll make sure we have security out here 24 hours uh, on the stuff. I'm yeah, like, don't leave all those that's shiny a metal gold mine. Yeah. You walk up there and you see a. I mean, for them, there's you know, little be pieces a shining, of meth. That yeah, it's it's a whole truck filled with camera equipment and and cords and wires and all kinds of stuff. I mean, that's that's like the end of the the, the pot of the pot of gold, the end of the rainbow. Oh, totally. Them. So yeah, they but it did film there, it did film there. So mm-hmm. that, that is one thing. Well, well so anyway. that's actually in the listing. That's in the listing. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So it's it's done though. They're moving out. The next chapter begins. Oh wow! Unless they've done something to my house when I get home. They haven't done anything to your what house. They've done something to my They're house. too lazy. If they would have done something to your house, they would have done it already. No, 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 no. They'd be doing it now. No, on the way out. They're not that smart. They really aren't. She is. You're giving them much more credit. Hmm. It's a real fixer-upper. The value is the land. <laughs> what are they doing there? It is a pretty sizable chunk of land. Though. It's a big chunk of land. Ugh. Hmm. All right. Well, anyway, that's what's going on. Yeah. All right. Well, did you want to do a little bit of World of Crazy? Yes, that would be good. Well, I do have uh, stuff today uh, because it is a very special day today. Yes. It is. A, do you know what day it is? The day the meth heads are moving out? No, it's not. the. Well, I'm sure that's it, too. But it's also Back to the Future Day. Oh, yes, indeed. It's October yes, 21st, 2015, yes, which is the day that in Back to the Future Part 2, they actually go to. So... Because of this fact, I've decided to make my world of crazy all Back to the Future themed. Excellent. So, yeah, today is the day when they were supposedly in in Back to the Future 2, right? October 21st, 2015. October 21st, 2015. Where the day the Cubs win the World Series. Yes. And they've been tra- – uh, I think they won the World Series on the 22nd. Oh. But they is go true? on the 21st. Okay. All right. I didn't realize that. All right. But I do have a bunch of fun facts and a bunch of things about this. And since this is uh, a day that has been 26 years in the making, I figured it, it does, you know, it's it's silly. But, you know, I found a lot of fun facts and things Excellent. that are happening because of this. So happy Back to the Future Day. Yeah. Hello, my friend. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Back to the future style. Is that the sound they made? Yes. All right, my friends. Back to the future day has finally arrived. Yes, in the sequel, part two of the three-part trilogy, Back to the Future series. In Back to the Future part two, Marty McFly travels to October 21st, 2015. Oh my gosh, that's today. To save his children... Yet to be born in Back to the Future's 1985 original film. 
Now, the plot gets tangled up by fixing one thing. McFly and Doc Brown create a number of new messes throughout the film. But what remains is the film's vision that was shot and released in 1989. That's in, uh, that's Back to the Future 2. 1989. Okay. All right. Original Back to the Future, 1985. So the entire trilogy is actually also being re-released today. So if you've never seen all three of the Back to the Futures or like Ben's friend who had never even heard of them. I know. That's so strange. That's sad. You can actually go and buy them. I mean, Back to the Future 3 was, it was all right. Back to the Future 2 was good. I it was Back really good. Future and you know that it's and the one. lowest rated out of all of the Back to the Futures? Really? It has the lowest rating. I'll, I'll get into that in just a little bit. It's like Temple of Doom. It's underrated. Second one. Yeah, you Empire really like Temple of Doom. That's the best Star Wars. Yeah. Well, I'm uh, see, I'm still a um, Last Crusade girl. Last That's Crusade's okay. Yeah, it's more than okay. It's magical. I mean, it's good. It's good. Don't get me wrong. Well, the director, uh, Robert Zemeckis, wasn't pleased with actually portraying the future when he made Back to the Future uh, 2 and setting it in 2015. He uh, said, I've always hated and I still don't like movies about the future. He said, I just think they're impossible and someone's always keeping score as to what you're going to get wrong. Which, of course, you're going to get it wrong because you're not psychic. Yeah. So, of course, every year around October 21st for the past, like, I'd say five years, people will Photoshop and say, you know, like, oh, no, today's the day that they go to the future <laughs> and back to the future. It's in 2010. Actually, today is really the day in 2015. So there have been other futuristic movies, such as 2001 A Space Odyssey, of course, set in 2001. Blade Runner is coming up here in a few in a few years. Blade Runner set in 2019. Blade Runners in 2019? 2019. But that means yes. that that would have to mean that the androids have already taken over. Maybe there are well, maybe androids already here. Over right now. So now it has been 26 years after the release of Back to the Future 2 and 30 years after Back to the Future. And people are still keeping track, which is something significant with a movie in, you know, in this day and time that 26 years later, uh, you know, everybody still remembers that specific date. So there are some things that people have been talking about. And since it is October 21st, 2015, many lists have been created to see what things have actually happened in 2015 that they had happened in the movie 26 years ago, like the predictions from the movie. One, we don't have hover cars. We do not have hover cars or hoverboards. We don't have hoverboards. Well, hoverboards, they, they did come up with kind of a thing, but you have to be on like a magnet track. It's not really, it's not the same. Well, there are some things in the movie that did or did not come true. Here's a list of them. So this is uh, for Back to the Future Day. So big screen televisions and video conferencing, they had that in 2015 in That's Back true. to the Future 2, and that does indeed exist. Uh, the film features several scenes of characters watching screens, very much like the oversized ones we actually use, um, because this was actually a big deal at the time, because most TVs of the 80s were heavy, square, like, wooden appliances. Do you remember yeah. those? The big, heavy, like, 500-pound TVs. Now, with bulky picture tubes. And it also showed the characters talking to the screens, just like we do today. Um, especially, this was especially significant, considering that video phones didn't exist until 1989. That's true. I guess you don't even... Wait, they had video phones in 1989? I guess they had the start of video phones. Oh, wow. Like, some kind of video conference. Like, not the way that you could talk screen to screen. There's, like, the people that had the car phones. Oh, they're, the, they're the fancy rich people. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes, as you said, the hoverboard does not exist, despite the recent Lexus commercial uh, showing skateboard people, skateboard folks such as Tony Hawk, uh, skimming around a skateboard park on hoverboards. The technology is not there yet. Um, there are a bunch of companies who are on the fast track to trying to develop them, though. Uh, Lexus is doing a hoverboard, as well as um, their rival called the Hendo. 
Yeah, I've talked about those at Digital Trends. The, the Lexus one is strange that they're the ones that are doing it. But you have to be on like a, a magnet track. You have to be on a pre-made track for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's you have still a, a kind special of cool, service. But, yeah. you know, it's not like you can just go hop out and run down the street on your hoverboard. Well, there's another... That's when I would pick up skateboarding. Well, I've yeah. still never been a skateboarder, but... When you grow up on a gravel Just road, think you if you would have had a hoverboard, you could have skateboarded on your gravel road. I know. See, I was denied these things, and you it's wrong. Totally denied. It's wrong. They lied to me. I would like to sue Back to the Future, you, the franchise. You go ahead and do that and see how that works. Yeah. Because, <laughs> well, I mean, basically, I grew up being promised hoverboards by this time. Well, there is another hoverboard, uh, the Omni, which does exist, but it's a hoverboard in, like, the loosest way of the word because it's... Uh, it has little helicopter ro- uh, rotators underneath mm-hmm. to try and get to propel you up a little bit. Also, something else from Back to the Future 2, news drones, which is actually something that's just starting to happen right now. So in Back to the Future 2, USA Today had a news drone covering uh, the Hill Valley Courthouse, which is the name of the town in Back to the Future, taking pictures, and the news drone was flying around. Indeed, major media companies, including CNN, are now looking into using tech for news purposes. Yeah, yeah. All right, that's good. That's a good prediction. Yeah, another one was uh, hands-free video games. When Marty McFly was playing in the arcade, he was playing the Wild Gunman. Oh, yeah. At Cafe 80s in 2015. All right. Uh, Also, fashion, they said it's pretty mixed because they did actually um, incorporate the concept of everyday athletic apparel. Did they have that in there? Mm Mm-hmm. Everyday consumer products, yes, uh, Pepsi's still around, and of course they are doing the limited edition Pepsi Perfect for, I think I told you, like $21 for like a 16-ounce yeah, bottle. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, video glasses, like the Google Glass or any kind of like uh-huh. Sam, like the Samsung, whatever that thing is. Uh, M- Marty McFly's children actually wear those in 2015. Yeah. Did you see uh, Google actually took out a patent for contacts? Oh, that really? That will be like Google Glass contacts and they'll be solar-powered. That's really freaky. According to the patent, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it'll be, and you will be able to, like, see everything. Like, it'd be able to tell you if you're going into an area with, like, allergens. It can detect everything. It connects to uh, the internet via your phone or your That'd watch. That'd be good for you. You know, you know, if you're around chocolate or grass, that'll make you sneeze. Yeah, or dust. Dust mm-hmm, mite. Or a dust. heavy dust mite area. Attics are usually pretty bad for me, which is why it, I have to keep my attic clean. Oh, also, it's being pointed out in the chat. Yep, we don't have time machines. That's a good call. <laughs> Unless we do, and we don't know. That's true. Meddling time travelers could be messing with us right Meddling now. Meddling time travelers. Yeah. Also, one thing that we do not know for sure yet. What's that? Is the prediction that the Chicago Cubs would win the World Series. Yes, I'll be. T- I'll have a little bit of that in ball yeah, talk. Yeah, so that's one of the things that, from Back to the Future, that indeed, supposed, uh, supposedly, the Cubs win the World Series. And yeah. Which they are in the championships now. They're in the National League Championship Series. The National series. League Championships. Well, if you are a Back to the Future fan, I mean, this is the only day that's like now this is the last day that we are before the time in Back to the Future. Like any day after this now, we are past the future. Are there any other, well, I know, but that's lame, again, because there's no hover cars or hover boards. And mm-hmm. this is, I'm never going to, I'm never going to get over that. I mean, essentially, I was promised as a youth that's what I, this is the kind of world I would live in. Well, I don't live in that kind of world. I was promised by the Jetsons that we'd have flying cars. So, you yeah, know, but that's, that's way just, in the future, though. It wasn't way in the future when in the 80s. It seemed like it would be just around the corner. Well, hover cars, they gave me a date. They gave me a time stamp. And they had all this time to come up with this stuff, and they haven't yet. Well, because a lot of people are celebrating. I'm suing. 
uh, the Back to the Future Day. There are lots of events going on all over the country and the world because this is you know quite the popular movie. So Wednesday, since today is Wednesday, October 21st, uh, this is, of course, Senator on the date Marty McFly traveled to uh, in Back to the Future. So companies like Lyft and Pepsi are joining in uh, with movie fans across the country and celebrating. So nearly one million people have signed up for more than 4,500 Facebook events related to Back to the Future Day. Wow. Over one million people. Uh, in Bellingham, Washington, there's going to be a Back to the Future musical happening tonight. In Toronto, they're throwing in an enchantment under the sea party, which is... <laughs> That's kind of cool. Which is the party where his parents met. Uh, in Houston, there's a make-your-own-hoverboard contest. AMC theaters are showing the trilogy starting at 4 p- uh, 4.29 p.m. local time. Universal Studios in Los Angeles is giving tours of its back lot, showing props from the movie. Um, and let's see, there are other ones in Reston, Virginia. It's named itself Hill Valley. In Can you honor still... Of- can you still go to like the Hillsdale clock at uh, Universal Studios? Does that still go on? They still do have the clock. I remember that being the big thing when I went there when I was a kid. Yeah, so let's see, so Reston, Virginia is renaming itself Hill Valley for the day in honor of the fictional Valley. town where the movie's set. Uh, so this is good. They're going to be playing all, the entire trilogy, and they're hosting uh, Christopher Lloyd as well as the co-writer Bob Gale on the red carpet for the anniversary showing. People in Burbank, California, this would be fun if this was happening here in Portland, are participating in the Million McFly March, where all of them are dressing as Marty McFly. <laughs> okay, that is awesome. From 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. local time, and they're going to be raising money and holding a raffle to benefit Parkinson's research. The coolest one is if you're in New York, I know we have some New York listeners, today between 11 a.m. and 5 p.m., which I guess... Well, because they're running out of 30 time. More minutes. Yeah, you yeah. have 30 minutes. Or you have 30 live. minutes, so hopefully you're listening live. Lyft users in New York... New York City can request McFly mode where they can actually be picked up in a DeLorean. What? Uh-huh. No. I've always wanted a DeLorean. Mm-hmm. So between, that was 11 a.m. and 5 p.m. today, that local time with the car service. I want a DeLorean and a motorcycle with a sidecar. That's that's my only compromise over not having the hover car and the hoverboard. I'll present that in the case when I sue Back to the Future. Yeah, it's also being pointed out that I... People aren't quite sure that you know what promise means. That was promised. It was a movie promise that was made. I mean, it was implied. It was implied that anybody of, you know, uh, our generation growing Mm -hmm. up, that's what we were going to have. You you feel cheated in a way. Uh, Yeah, I do feel cheated. I feel it's, um, I don't feel that I can enjoy life as much because of the false promises that Back to the Future gave me. I'd like to sue, well, really all of them. I mean, I, I guess yeah. The whole the whole cast, the crew, the creators. When's the last time you saw Back to the Future? God, it's been like probably ten years for me. Uh, I saw part of it. I've seen parts of it recently. Mm. I haven't seen I the still, entire it's movie. It's such a, a silly movie. Like I still love it every time I see it because you notice something new every single time. Mm. Yeah, I think it's and just you're totally been so right. Long. Back to the Future Two is totally underrated. That was my favorite one. Yeah, I think it's great. Mm-hmm. I don't know why why people uh, rip on it so well, much. So we're just delving into this right now because I always have a bunch of random stories. I like to have themes sometimes, so I have some some other info, uh, some fun facts, some trivia, if you will, about Back to okay, the Future. Okay, here we go. Let's hit, hit me some, with the trivia because you know if you're going to be out and about today, I mean, this is all people are talking about. I mean, it's all everyone's posting about, like, oh, it's Back to the Future Day. So I, I didn't some, realize the things that they got right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the, I thought cool. the video screen thing was pretty cool. And yeah. the news drones, yeah. like, they really did kind of nail that. All right, so, oh, there's so many. Have you seen any of the conspiracy theorists about 
Back to the Future? I saw one. Oh my god! Was it the, was the stupidest thing I think I have ever seen in my entire life. It's a if if you're online, anyone, don't waste your time watching this. If you see someone post, uh, uh, Back to the Future predicted nine eleven. <laughs> oh my god! I cannot believe I spent like eight minutes of my life watching that. It is so dumb. I, is, I did watch part of that myself. It is, I sent it to Greg yeah. in all caps, telling him this is the stupidest thing I have ever seen. It is when pretty bad. It's this guy trying to correlate different things in in Back to the Future. I mean, I appreciate his creativity. All right, I will tell you this. The so, creativity that it took to come up with this it's after when, watching those movies it's, is... It's when Doc was uh, getting attacked by terrorists when who drive up in like the minivan in the in like the parking lot of the mall and it's called the Twin Pines Mall. Uh-huh. But then when they, you know, go to the future and then come back, then it's the Lone Pine Mall and so then they say, you know, like, though the two pines represented the two towers, and now the one pine is the Freedom Tower, and there are the terrorists. It's, it, it was just like, and then, like, the time on the clock says one sixteen, but if you flip it upside down, it's nine eleven. It. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. It's it's Stop. pretty amazing that somebody somebody actually took that much time to do it. And it's like a 15-minute video. Oh, I only uh, Jasmine like in the chat uh, also said... Uh, Back to the Future was funded by the Illuminati. They've got an Illuminati reference in there, too. They've got that in there, too. Oh, they do. It's somebody who... I mean, the whole video is like 15 minutes long. And it's some guy who's just like, really... I like going on conspiracy sites. I've talked about this before. I enjoy reading some of that stuff. This one's way too crazy for me. Well, it's just... Not even crazy. It's just dumb. It was dumb. But, I like a good conspiracy But that's what I'm saying, though. Too. I appreciate the creativity. This guy really worked to mm. make it about 9-11. Like, he repeated it. Like, it would, like, show the two pines on the uh, on the sign, and then it would show the Twin Towers. He'd be like, two pines are the Twin Towers. The two pines are the Twin Towers. God, kept saying I'm just like, stop. Anyway, I digress. That isn't a fact about the movie. But here are some, some fun Back to the Future trilogy things. Did you know that the Back to the Future script was rejected over 40 times before Universal actually bought it? Forty times they tried to get this movie made. Now Disney, That's some persistence. Disney had declined after saying it was a movie about incest. Uh, after referencing the 1955 <laughs> scene where he kisses his mom, um, although Disney didn't stop themselves from buying the Star Wars films, which siblings Luke and Leia actually oh, yeah. as well. Yeah, and the opening sequence when it shows dozens of clocks all ticking and talking at once, uh, running 20 minutes fast as part of Doc Brown's experiment. Actually, one of the clocks has a picture of a man hanging from the minute arm like he does at the end of the movie. Oh. When he's hanging from the clock tower, one of the clocks hidden in there in- indeed has a man hanging from the clock. See, I like knowing these little hidden things mm-hmm. that are in movies. So, All right. uh, and that clock itself is actually an homage to the 1923 silent film Safety Last, which starred an actor by the name of Harold Lloyd. Isn't it homage? Um, I thought it was homage. Which homage? There's well, fromage. We'll leave it at that. Fromage. Well, uh, during the... During Debbie Downer in the live chat, Keelan said they should have rejected it 41 times. Oh, I love Keelan. <laughs> it's like the grumpier he gets, like the more that I just find him so lovable. <laughs> um, all right, during production, so now after you know, it finally passed and got it on the 41st time, during production, a Universal executive sent a serious memo to producers saying that he was very confused about the title of the movie because one can't go back to the future. <laughs> and I don't decided, get it. And uh, the Universal uh, executive started to push for his title, which we thought was he thought would be better, which was called Spaceman from Pluto. What? It makes no sense. <gasps> Get this. In the early drafts of Back to the Future, there were a lot of them. The time machine was actually a refrigerator. 
Huh. Now, instead of the DeLorean, it was a refrigerator, which, of course, we all know was eventually used in the movie that we shall not speak of, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Yes. Yeah, that's right. That, uh, that's... That's why they use... That's why they use that's that. That's why they use it as a as like a mock gag thing in that movie because they oh. never got to use it in Back to the Future. Now, did you also know that Eric Stoltz? He was uh Yeah. What was the the <laughs> mask? Sarah's the demonstrating. <laughs> Sarah's rubbing her face right now. <laughs> the mask, Eric Stoltz. So he was cast originally as Marty McFly but was fired for being too dark and brooding which is supposed to be a more comedic role. So this decision wasted about six weeks of shooting. They already shot for six weeks, decided he wasn't right for the part, and nearly $4 million. Uh, but then they eventually decided to get rid of Stoltz. So why did they get rid on. of him? Because oh, he was... Just because... He was uh, too dark and brooding in what was supposed to be a more comedic role. Okay. So in the end, the movie makers got who they wanted all along. Michael J. Fox, who initially wasn't able to make the shooting because he was filming Family Ties at the same time. But the show actually had to uh, change its schedule suddenly when Meredith Baxter gave birth in real life to twins and they had to take a hiatus from the show. So Michael J. Fox's schedule was loosened up and he was able to come and play Marty McFly. Wow. Mm -hmm. Uh, How mad must Eric Stoltz be that he filmed all that time on it? Eric Stoltz got, got the sh- like the shit end of the stick in a lot of ways. Kind of, yeah. He was always that guy that was on the verge of being... He was being... on the verge, and then he never, ever got it. Like, he was always replaced by somebody. Yeah. I remember hearing about another movie, like, it was supposed to be him, like, and Nicolas Cage got it or I something. I mean, Tarantino did some things for him, because he was in Killing Zoe, and then in uh, Pulp Fiction for a minute. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, so there's, a lot of... There's Eric Stoltz talk right here on Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> Very timely. And there are a lot of conspiracy theorists who do believe that, in fact, uh, some cuts of Eric Stoltz are still in the Back to the Future movies. That they there just are? Used him because sometimes if it's not showing Marty McFly's face, the, like he looks a little taller than Michael J. Fox, who's a very small man. Wow. So they do think so. Um... Let's see. Oh, yeah, and there's the whole Twin Pines thing that I already talked about. Uh, USA Today was featured in Back to the Future 2 when Marty was showing what happened to his son after getting involved with Griff. So this highlight, the highlight of this. Biff. No, it says Griff. I think Griff is Biff's son. Oh, okay. I got you. Yeah. Sorry. So the date is October 22nd. One day after the future day for obvious reasons. The highlight is clearly Cubs sweep seri- the series in five. Which they can't because they haven't. They're not going to sweep it. But if they win, that'll wait. Still be Cubs sweep series in five. Is that mm-hmm. what it says? That doesn't even make sense in its own right. Oh, I guess it would be four, wouldn't it? Yeah, unless they go to a nine-game series. Maybe it was a nine-game series. Sweep series in five. The highlight says Cubs sweep sweep series in five. Sweep is when you the other team doesn't win anything. Yeah. So the holographic news board also says the sweep was over Miami, a franchise that didn't even exist at the time. Uh, and then when the team was there, they were called the Florida Marlins, only recently changing to Miami and making the board even more prophetic. Although the Cubs against it was against Florida when the whole uh, Steve uh, Bartman thing happened. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, Steve Bartman. Uh, also, I did tell you that there were some that the second one was the lowest rated. So on Rotten Tomatoes scores for each part of the trilogy, Back to the Future has a ninety six percent. Which is a very, very good score. I don't look at Rotten Tomatoes too much. I don't really, I don't really trust it. Well, I like a lot of shitty movies, so I mean, I don't really care what a lot of. Do you just go for what's rated say. the worst? Mm, it depends. If it has a terrible rating, are you more likely to watch it? Probably. <laughs> Quite honestly. <laughs> because a lot of movies that, you know, critics are like, oh, like this just spoke to me, like that Birdman movie. I'm like, I just don't get it. Am I supposed to get it? 
Uh, Birdman, I saw Birdman. Yeah, it's it's not what I thought it would be. Yeah, all right. So Back to the Future, 96%. Back to the Future 3, 73%. And the least liked on Rotten Tomatoes is Back to the Future Part 2 with 61%. So there's that. They're wrong. Uh, there's an Easter egg shot in Back to the Future 2. Marty, um, you know, an Easter egg when they put like little fun things into the movies, uh, is of Marty looking in a store that sells 80s products, which, of course, it was the 80s at the time. But, you know, this is 2015, looking back on the silly 80s. Now, some of the items inside were Marty's old denim jacket, Perrier and Iron, Nintendo games, a talking Who Framed Roger Rabbit doll, which the director actually put in there because uh, he directed Who Framed Roger Rabbit between the first and second installments of Back to the Future. No kidding, I didn't know that. Mm, a 1984 um, Macintosh, uh, various Jaws films, a Frisbee and a Ronald Reagan LP, and a Dustbuster. And speaking of Ronald Reagan, Ronald Reagan was a huge fan of the movie. Uh, so much so that he actually laughed too loud when he was watching the movie when it references him. So basically he's talking about the future and it's talking about how Ronald Reagan's becoming uh, became president. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course now it just... Gosh darn it. Well, anyway, so Ronald Reagan loved it so much. He's just like, what, an actor's going to be the president? And he loved it so much when he was watching it in the presidential office that he actually made the filmmaker stop it and rewind it so he could watch it again. Wow. And then he ended one of his speeches with uh, one of the statements from there, like, uh, roads? We don't need any roads for where we're going. Yeah. Yeah, because he said that, and that was in one of one. We of don't need speeches. roads where we're going. Yeah. I just have just a t- that, That's the most interesting stuff that I found. That's but- good stuff. Thank you. I'm, I appreciate the trivia. The, you're uh, welcome. And then I just found some things. I know how much you're obsessed with DeLoreans, and so I found some fun facts about DeLoreans. <laughs> sure. It's fun, Sarah's Fun Facts Day. <laughs> Did you know that there are only 6,000 DeLoreans in the entire world? I knew there. I, actually, that's more than I thought there were. Mm-hmm. The classic sports car is a loyal, follow, loyal following among car enthusiasts with 6,000 of the cars still in existence. According to the DeLorean Associ- uh, Owners Association... You don't have to be an, uh, an owner to join, though. You can actually be part of the association. Why would I join if I didn't have one? That's that's lame. It's like, oh, I'm just a big fan. I just want to join. As we probably have a lot of listeners who are joining. And I'm just saying, if you don't own one, what's the point? Then it's just like a constant tease. Like, you're a big fan. Boy, I wish I could get my hands on one. You ever going to sell that? Nope. Well, did you know that DeLorean was only produced for two years? No. Yeah, it was only in production from 1981 to 1982. All right. And yes, you can still buy them. Uh, you can find them on auction sites a lot of the time. Uh, there was one that was an exact time machine replica of the DeLorean in Back to the Future, and it was sold on eBay for $88,000. Wow. You can also rent one for events if you want to be like, hey, I want to have a DeLorean at my birthday party. You can actually rent them at various places all around the country. The actual cars used in the uh, in the movie, there were six of them, six DeLoreans plus one fiberglass replica that they used during filming. Uh, of all those, three are only are known to be still in existence. Two at Universal Themes Park, uh, Universal Theme Parks, and one is privately owned. Hmm. It's a lot of Back to the Future. Stuff. Somebody wants to buy a DeLorean, they could probably go on Amazon by going to funemploymentradio.com and clicking on the Amazon link. Do you think and that they sell DeLoreans on Amazon? I bet they do. You don't need to look at it in real time. It's okay. I'm sure we can find out some other time. Greg, that being said, I know you're a big fan of the uh, of the Back to the Future movies, and I did find a quick quiz that I, I mean, wanted to give to you. Okay. I mean, by big fan, I mean I appreciate the movies. I don't watch them religiously or anything. Wait, you got a quiz for me? I got a, I've got a quick quiz. 
Okay. All right. All right. Question one is as follows. Which character cuts in on George and Lorraine, of course, they're Marty McFly's parents, at the Enchantment Under the Sea dance? Is it Dixon, Dax, Dave, or Darren? thought it was Biff. It's not Biff. It's one of those four. Dixon. Dixon. Dixon is correct. Oh, sweet. Really? Yes. <laughs> Good guess. Uh, two instructions appear on the front of the flux capacitor. Of course, helps them time travel. First one is disconnect cap- uh, capacitor drive before opening. And the second is caution, danger, fluxing, shield eyes from light, or refuel when empty. Refuel when empty. And that is incorrect. The flux capacitor emits a bright light when it breaks the time barrier. Therefore, you must shield your eyes from the light. Which two songs by Huey Lewis and the News were featured in Back to the Future? The first was Power of Love. The second, Night Train, Time Bomb Town, Earth Angel, or Back in Time? They, uh, well, Earth Angel's a... That's not a Huey Lewis song, though. Well, then that might not be it. Earth Angel, Earth Angel... Will you be mine? Yes, that's Craig, how that we goes. all know how. Earth that's Angel how that one goes. Sounds. That's not Huey Lewis, though. That's a trick song. That's a trick qu- trick question. It is a trick question. All right, then which one do you think it is? Uh, I don't. Uh, time bomb or something? Is that what you said? That is incorrect. Huey Lewis's second song is "Back in Time" and appears toward the end of the film when Marty wakes up back in 1985 during Shit. the end credits. All right. What does Doc have packed in his suitcase in case they don't have it in the future? Is it coffee, a gun? Cotton underwear or a radiation suit? Um, cotton underwear. Oh, in fact, that is correct. He was fearful that there would not be cotton underwear in the future. Now, what date was George McFly murdered in Back to the Future Part Two? Was it March 17th, 1974? March 15th, 1973? March 19th, 1972? March 21st, 1971? Oh, God. I, um, I, 74. 74. Let's see. That is incorrect. He died on March 15th, 1973, murdered by Biff. Now, what's the real name of Doc's Doesn't dog? Doesn't Biff do stand-up comedy now? I think so, yeah. Uh, what's the real name of Doc's dog Einstein in Back to the Future Part 2 and 3? Wait, the real name? You mean the dog actor's name? Is it, ben- <laughs> fuck would I know is it Benji, Bobby, Freddy, or Sandy? Benji. Nope, it's Freddy, Greg. <laughs> Who Stupid. would know that? Stupid. Oh, I know this one. I know you do. Which character was played by a member of the Red Hot Chili Peppers in Back to the Future Part 2 and 3? Is it David Needling, Douglas Needles, Donald Pinewood, or Derek Prickles? Wait, I'm, I'm confused by that question. Can you say it one more time? Yeah, one of the... Flea was in... Don't you remember? Flea yeah, was in Back to the Future. yeah. What was the name of the character that he played? Oh, he, okay, he that's featured. what. Yeah, okay. You, I don't. I don't. Uh, needles. That is correct. Oh, sweet. Yes. And Back to the Future Part Two. Which political figure sells Marty a Pepsi Perfect in the cafe in the eighties? Was it Saddam Hussein, Richard Nixon, Jimmy Carter, or a name that I cannot pronounce? <laughs> or a name I cannot <laughs> pronounce. But, uh, a- uh, a- Oh, Ayatollah Khomeini? Yeah. (laughs) Should I know who that is? Yeah, you probably should. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Who is that? (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) 
Leader of Iran. Um, uh, I'm going to go with the Ayatollah. Are you serious? Yeah. You. Oh my God, you're correct. Yeah. <laughs> wow. All right. What's the name of George McFly's science fiction novel in 1985? These are, these questions just are one, there was only just two more. A match made in heaven. A match made in space. A match made in time. A match made in destiny. A match made in time. In time. That is incorrect. It was a match made in space. Stupid. <laughs> and finally. And finally, CNN put together Who this Who was key uh, grip quiz, number three on the second movie <laughs> for only the first two months of filming, then rehired in the third one? <laughs> this, is, this is the only quiz I can find. CNN was like proud of this and put this out today. Like, somebody somebody got paid. yourself with our Back to the Future Somebody quiz. got paid a lot of money to sit there and come up. Well, maybe not okay. a lot of money, but somebody got paid to come up with this fucking quiz for this thing. I'm just making That's sure it's job not I one want. of our CNN friends that put this quiz together. Well, no, more power to them. They got paid. What are they going to get mad at this? Okay. Finally, I know this one, Greg, and I know you will, too. This guy was uh, just recently a guest on Conan. And here's the question. Which Hollywood actor made his film debut as a nine-year-old boy in Back to the Future Part 2? Was it Sean Astin, Elijah Wood, Max Spielberg, or Corey Feldman? It wasn't Corey Feldman. It wasn't... I don't know who Max Spielberg is. Is that Steven Spielberg's son or something? I, I don't know who that is. Um, Sean Astin. That was is this, incorrect. Was that pre-Goonies? No, maybe that was post-Goonies. Okay, I don't know. It was Elijah Wood's first movie when he no was nine kidding. years old. All right, you got four out of ten. Well, I guess I'm just no Back to the Future expert. You sure aren't. All right. I'll hang my head point. in shame. That's your Back to the Future world of crazy. People in our live chat got it a lot better than I did. Well, yeah. Well, I failed. I'm sorry. I'm sorry too, Greg. Yep. What can you do? Um, I th- now I kind of want to watch the movies. Like I'm sure everybody does, but uh, probably that's going probably to. what's going to be happening all over the place right mm-hmm. now. As people are watching that. Well, I mean, it's good. Mm-hmm. Is there any other movie that's going to be coming up that's about the future? I mean, other than Blade Runner, that's just not going to be... I don't think that's going to be as big of a deal as Back yeah. to the Future. Like, is there any other movie about the future that's coming up that we can look forward to? Nope, I think is this, this is it? pretty much it. This is it. This is like a, The like rest a, of it's just fucking depressing. This is why I'm so mad and why I'm suing over this hoverboard thing and the hover car. Well, this is the pop culture future. Like, after this, what do I have to look forward to? And to be Nothing. fair, so... and I was, I was looking at the time, and it is... October 21st, 2015 at 9 p.m. So you still have like a good, you know, seven hours and ten minutes before. Maybe that's what the meth head lady was looking at. She was going to drop off a hover car and say, I'm so sorry for everything that we've done over this last 11 years of living next door to you. Here you go. Here's something that will make up for it. We made a hover car with our. I'm going to guess that's not what she's doing. That's I'm. Oh, Terminator. Terminator is a possibility. Yeah, I can't remember when. Skynet. I don't remember. I think Skynet would have already happened, though. If I remember correctly. It wasn't like 2023 or something. Oh, I thought it was, I thought it already happened. Maybe I'm wrong. Hmm. Well, you can look that up. There's something to, there's something to look into. All right. (laughs) Should we do a little bit of ball talk here before we, uh, before we head out? I love all of our friends in the chat. You know how many people are going to be dressing as Marty McFly for Halloween though Oh, so many. It's going to be a lot of Marty McFly's. Hopefully, not a lot of Jon Snow's. Hopefully, not a lot of Phyllis Neffler's. I can guarantee you're not going to run into a Phyllis. What if I do? Sniffler? I'm so excited. I have my cigarette holder. I have my gold purse. I have my jacket that I've started painting. I just need to get the wig, the hat, and the dress, and the heels. I have a lot of work to do on my costume. 
Chop, chop, buddy. I know. I've got to hurry up. a week and a half. Well, and don't forget, too, you only have two days to get in your picture of your favorite Halloween costume to us, funemploymentradio at gmail.com, to enter in our contest, our Halloween costume contest for D. Leonidas Photography. It's actually, all we want is just to see the your costume, <laughs> your favorite costume. Send those in to us, and... We will. Uh, you will get entered into the contest to win one of the Fun Employment Radio portrait specials from D. Leonidas Photography. So get us, uh, get us your favorite picture of your Halloween costume. It doesn't have to be a great picture. Yeah, Whatever send them it is, into us. The more that in. we have to pick from, I mean, and you have a chance to win. Yeah, and it's it's a fantastic deal. I mean, you would get it for free, but even if you don't win it, it's still a great deal, and it's definitely something you should invest in. So send those in to funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Um, also, Tuggy, uh, our good friend Tuggy in the chat, is bringing up that Judgment Day happened on August 29th, 1995. Okay, see, I thought it was uh, I thought it had happened a long time ago. There's nothing to look forward to anymore. All of my childhood dreams are gone. Thanks, Back to the Future. You can expect my lawsuit in the mail any day now. And it's being suggested you should put the lawsuit up because then the world of crazy can come full circle. I'll put it up. Do that. I'm going to assume. You'll be very respected. Dear Back to the Future. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. Okay, here we go. In ball talk, it's a, just, a, just a smattering of balls, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Um, of note for Seattle Seahawks fans, your uh, team's running backs are kind of morons sometimes. Marshawn Lynch and Fred Jackson. Of course, Marshawn Lynch, the star running back for the Seattle Seahawks. Fred Jackson, his backup, who also runs quite a bit. Got into a little bit of trouble because Fred Jackson wrecked his Corvette. And this uh, just happened, I believe... Of course, the date's out on is earlier, earlier today or yesterday. Oh, was it the one with Marshawn Lynch? Yes. Yeah, that was yesterday. Okay. I saw that because a bunch of people were freaking out about it. Okay, yes. So they uh, they got into a... Drag race outside of the Seattle Seahawks training facility. Marshawn Lynch won because Fred Jackson wrecked his Corvette first into a planter box and then into a stop sign. Oi. The police showed okay? up. Well, they the police showed up and said there was no evidence of a drag race. Wink, wink. Uh, he was. Uh, he he was. He is going to be okay. He is going to be okay, but uh, still, kind of a moron. Kind of a moron. Kind of a moron. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on to ball talk Drag racing never ends well I don't get why that's still a thing No, people do it all the time though I mean like illegal drag uh, I know Yeah, when I used to work out It's just very unsafe When I used to work out on the, out on the uh, Outskirts of Portland Off of um, kind of Marine Boulevard Way, way northeast I worked, That's where I worked for the uniform company Greg, did you work for a uniform company? Yes, I did And so out there, though, there was the side roads. That's where they used to have the uh, illegal drag races. And so you'd be driving down the road, and they would just have things stopped there. Like, people are out, like, stopping the road, and there'd be two cars just sitting there ready to drag race. And you had to wait, wait until they did it, and then uh, all the people got out of the road. Oh. Yeah. That's not safe. I won every time. All right, moving oh on to ball talk. Oh, my God, Greg. All the stupid things that you have done. I have not. That is not something I did. No, whenever I, I think did of you racing, then race. I think of you d- dangling from uh, your motorcycle from that tree. Oh, yeah. That's when I was 15. I thought it was pretty badass then. Yeah, that sucked. All right. Moving on to ball talk. Uh, before we get to the uh, Major League Baseball playoffs, where I will 
I will make a prediction. I will make a prediction about today's game, and I'll talk about tomorrow's game. But before we do that, let me just say this. Uh, if you work for ESPN, if we have any ESPN listeners, sorry about what's going on for you. Because it looks like ESPN's getting ready to lay off 350 people. Oh. 350 jobs. They've been told, of course, they're owned ultimately by Disney. They've been told they need to trim $100 million from the 2016 budget and $250 million from its 2017 budget, which leads me to wonder how the fucking big is ESPN's budget? <laughs> They're just trimming $250 million? That's just trimming a little bit of the fat. Yeah, you got to trim $250 million bucks off there. Well, all right. That is an incredible amount of money. So 350 people, it looks like, are going to get laid off Like, what, if a, what percentage of that do you think? Think they're, like, trimming, like, but point like one percent. I don't. I don't know. Is. I don't know. I, I mean, it has to be like a multi-billion-dollar industry. I mean, I'm sure it is, but at the same time, two hundred fifty million dollars. So that's that's what's going on. Three hundred fifty people are going to get laid off. They also talked about one thing with ESPN. They had ninety. Uh, the, I lost the number, but it was about ninety-four million unique views to their website. Whoa. So. They're just a little bit more than us. Go to funemploymentradio.com. We're right up there. 94 million, though, unique visitors to their website in the month of September alone. Seven out of the top ten uh, sites that, or pages that people went to, all related to fantasy football. Oh, man. Fantasy football is such a huge business right now. And that includes FanDuel and DraftKings. Now, FanDuel and DraftKings are websites where you can go and you put down real money and you can win real money. But they get away from it being called gambling because, you know, like gambling sites aren't allowed, aren't technically legal here in the United States. You can do it, but it's, you know, offshore sites. FanDuel and DraftKings are still legal because it's a game of chance and not gambling. Is what? what it's you can play a, chan- a game of chance with actual money? Yeah, there's a, there's a loophole that they're getting around it. I think that loophole is going to be closed off pretty quick just because of how much money is being made on these sites. Uh, but yeah, that's ha- that's the power of fantasy football right now. Fantasy sports, it's ridiculous. Oh wow, how much money they're making! So what that. you're saying is we need to start our own fantasy football league. That is exactly what I'm saying. Fun employment fantasy football. Yeah, whatever it is, give me your money. Uh, you have a chance to win money. You probably won't, but you have a chance. Give me money. That's how the kind of the pitch will go. Makes sense. You yep. could have made a lot of money if you were chancing. On some of the games that you were picking. Yeah, I know, because my predictions have been incredibly correct. All right. Finally in ball talk, I've got this. Yes, the Chicago Cubs are in the National League Championship Series. They are not doing so well, though. Uh Uh-oh. So the Mets, the New York Mets, lead the series three games to zero. If uh, the Chicago Cubs and Mets play tomorrow... Is their, is their next game. If the Cubs lose, they are out of the playoffs. They will not be going to the World Series. If they win, they get, they have a chance to stay alive, but they have to win four games in a row against the New York Mets to move on to the World Series. Probably not going to happen. No, you never know. However, I'm going to come right back to that. There is a game today where the Kansas City Royals could move on or the Blue Jays could win and extend that series. That game's going to happen today. We'll make a prediction right now. The winner of today's match between the Kansas City Royals and the Toronto Blue Jays. Blue Jays bouncing back. Oh, all right. Blue Jays are going to win. Okay. Blue Jays will beat the Royals today and extend the series. Tomorrow's game, I will make a prediction on then. However, I do have something that I need to play in association with, since it is the Back to the Future Day when the Cubs were supposed to win the World Series. Sarah, can you guess what I've got? 
I have no idea. Oh, God, is it the a Cubs song? I got a fan song. Oh, boy. It's called By the Lakeside by Katie Day. Am I supposed to be able to understand her? Yes, sir. It's inspirational. Think we can work a crowd? Wear, wear the crown? Don't you give up on me now? Yes. Is this your girlfriend that sings that Jar of Hearts song? No, it is not her. It sounds like her. Don't you say anything bad about her. This is terrible. So bad. I can't even understand her. It's called By the Lakeside. 2015 Chicago Cubs World Series victory song. That makes no sense. It's available right now on iTunes and Spotify. Oh, sir. okay. Let's, let's go buy that right now. It's by Katie Day. Right from YouTube is where I found that one. By the lakeside. Don't you ever rip on Christina Perry. She's a very talented woman. Sure. Collecting her jar of hearts. Get a okay. jar she can collect. That's not even the right way to do that. All right, there we go. Blue Jays going to win today. We'll predict the Mets and the Cubs tomorrow. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Got a heart she can put her jar in. That doesn't no, even that's make not, sense. And that's uh, like really disturbing. I got a... Of... A heart of... You've got something jars to put in for? her jar? I got a, yeah, I got a heart for her jar. I mean, that sounds really lame, too. Okay. God, I'm really terrible at this. Well, we do have a birthday that I just got, and we'd like to wish a very, very happy birthday to Meredith who is Joe's daughter, and he wanted us to wish her a happy birthday. So Meredith, I like that name. Mer- most Merediths I've known are pretty cool people. Yeah, yeah, Do you know I could say so. Yeah. A, it's a good name. Yeah, I would say it's about 50-50 for me. Okay. But I'm so sure I'm, she's on the good 50%. I'm, I know that she yeah, is. Yeah, absolutely. All right, well, happiest of birthdays, Meredith. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. right. What's new on Meredith from Kansas? Happy birthday to you. Are you doubling it up here? Have we (laughs) doubled the birthday? Elvis wanted to. Like, he's out of control, man. Yeah, it is. He is out of control. I just couldn't stop him. How are you doing over there, Sarah? I just couldn't stop him. I'm all right. Sarah's Sarah's going through a little bit of physical issues, and she is powering through right now. She's not feeling awesome. But you're doing a great job. Great job with the Back to the Future trivia. That was incredible. You are fantastic. All right, send us an email, <laughs> funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. Of course, send in your pictures for the D. Leonidas Photography Contest. Send in your favorite picture of your favorite Halloween costume. Send in your favorite Send them picture. in to us, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. And coming up later today on the Fun Employment Radio Network will be Geek in the City. Geek in the City. Geek in the City. Geek in the City. Right here on the network. Oh, wow. That was... 
Well, I'm really nervous. There, I'm really nervous going home today. What, what do you I'm think they would have done to you? I don't know. I don't know. This is uncharted territory. They're not going to do anything. They're too. They're lazy meth heads. It's fine. Yeah, but the lady seems like she'd she'd be the kind to hold a grudge. Like some man scorned her in like 1968, and she's been waiting to take it out on someone. It's an ugly specific date. I don't know. Hmm. Well, I'm sorry she didn't. T- uh, I'm sorry if she does take it out on you. I hope not. I'm sure you'll be just fine. What's she doing there right now? What are they doing to my house? What are they building over there? All right. Thank you so much, everyone. We will be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Com, bye, friends. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Can't take one more step towards you.